What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, another week has begun. Let's just do a classic recap. You know, it was not a full slate of games. Not the entire league was in action, so we'll go through every single game. Let's begin in Miami, where the Rangers took on the Marlins. This was a doubleheader, so they played two games. This was a split. Rangers took the first game, and the Marlins took the second. So, in game one, it was a 3-2 Rangers victory. Pretty close game. Well played. And they just eked it out there in the end. It was 2-0 Miami. And then in the 7th, Texas scored 2. In the 8th, they scored 1 more. And that was the final score. In this game, you saw some pretty good pitching from the Marlins. Trevor Rogers, 6-2 and thirds, 2 earned runs, 9 strikeouts. You know, it's been a weird year for him. This is someone who's a big breakout star in 2021. And it hasn't been the same. Not nearly the same in 2022 coming off of what was an all-star rookie season for him last year. He has a 5.35 ERA, just a bit of a sophomore slump. So he's going to hope to go into the offseason and figure out what went wrong. But he's someone who has a lot of talent and will definitely bounce back in the future. 2022 has just been a bit of a grind for him. On the Rangers side, Glenn Otto started six innings, two earned runs. And, you know, very similar to, to the outing Trevor Rogers had. It was just... Rangers were able to get one more run there in the eighth inning to win the game. In game two, a lot more offense was involved. Marlins won by a score of 10-6. And they just kind of teed off on the Rangers' bullpen. This really fell apart once John Gray left the game. Once John Gray left the game, it went to the bullpen. It, it just all kind of it just all kind of fell apart. And plenty of Offense in this one for Miami, you're seeing doubles, two doubles by LeBlanc, a double by Joey Wendell, double by Garrett Cooper. But on the Texas side, Josh Jung hit the second home run of his career. Marcus Semien hit his 22nd of the year and Corey Seager hit his 30th of the year. So they had the long ball going. The Rangers had the long ball going, but still not enough to win the game. I am looking at Marcus Semien's numbers. Because, you know, he, he did go 20-20 this year. He has 20 steals, 20 stolen bases. Um, you know, now 22, 22 homers, 24 steals. Because he started the year off pretty rough. But he's bounced back pretty nicely here as we're coming to the end of the season. His numbers are going to finish looking pretty good. Uh, his, or relative to where he started. You know, he's got a 723 OPS right now. We all know the monster year he had in 2021 that got him this big contract where he hit 45 home runs. He's, he's nowhere near that right now, but he has bounced back after a really slow start to the season. Corey Seager was their other big acquisition this past winter, and you know, he's got 30 bombs on the year now, too. Um, he's always going to be a bit of a, a big power threat. That's, that's what he does. Corey Seager just hits the ball. But his OPS is down relative to his career. He's got a 778 OPS right now, and for his career, he usually has an 854. So, you know, that's... That's regression, and the Rangers didn't take the big step forward this year that many of us anticipated. So they're going to be not completely back to the drawing board, but they're going to look to keep adding more weapons over the off season as they try to get back to relevance. I did think that the I thought the Rangers were going to be good this year. I'm not going to lie, I thought they were going to be competitive, but it's just not happening. Let's head out to Cleveland, where the Guardians beat the Angels five four. The Guardians won this game. Emmanuel Classe gets the save. 
Cleveland remains first in the AL Central. The Angels are 61 and 80, but the highlight of this game was that Mike Trout homered. And he is now homered in seven consecutive games. He's one shy of the record. And the record, the major league record, is eight. Eight straight, which is set by Ken Griffey. It's a tie, three-way tie, Ken Griffey Jr., Don Manley, and Dale Long. We, we, we just can't seem to stop Mike Trout from homering right now. I mean, that's a week straight of homers every single game. I mean, we've seen this guy do a lot of things in his career, but seven straight homers is, is very remarkable. You know, that was Trout's 35th homer of the year, which gives him the team lead over Shohei Otani, who has 34. This was 422 feet to dead center. And yeah, Trout will have the chance to tie this record on Tuesday against a rookie right-hander. So, I mean, it's just the third career start for Cody Morris, who's going to be on the bump. Trout has never faced him, so we'll see if Trout continues his streak. But ever since Trout came off the injured list, he's been on fire. In 21 games since returning, he's hitting 313 with a 367 on base, 747 slugging, 11 homers, and 18 RBIs. That's in 21 games, folks. And during this homer streak, he's hitting 393 with 7 homers and 11 RBIs. So he's just on fire. He's locked in. I think his back is just fine. We were worried about his back being injured, but... Looks like he's putting the team on it. <laughs> it's enough for him to carry the team on it. So that's good stuff. If we head up to Detroit, Framber Valdez twirled a shutout for the Houston Astros. As simple as that. His first career shutout, 7-0 win for the Astros. Framber Valdez extended his quality start streak. That's 24 straight quality starts for him. He ties Jacob deGrom for the single season MLB record. I mean, you go complete game shutout, you de- definitely deserve a hat tip. That is our our man of the night, Framber Valdez for the Houston Astros. He's now sporting a, two, a crisp 2.5 ERA on the season. So shout out to Framber Valdez. Big time shout out to the Tigers. Let's head to Cincy, where the Pirates beat the Reds 6-3. You had Brian Reynolds and... Yeah, Ryan Reynolds hit his 22nd home run of the year. That, that was really a big hit there. Uh, got some pretty good offense. You know, pretty good offense from the Pirates. They scored five runs in the fifth. That was enough to carry them to a 6-3 Pirates victory. Then we head up to Toronto, where this was a bit of a, a testy matchup. You know, this is These are two teams, the Blue Jays and the Rays, who are definitely going at it. They're close to each other in the standings, very close in the standings, but the Blue Jays came on top of this one. They won by a score of 3-2. Bo Bichette stayed hot with his 24th home run of the year. He's been on fire. He's found his power stroke lately. You know, some some words were exchanged, some tempers flared after Bichette was brushed back with a pitch that was near his head, and then later Francisco Mejia would be hit by a pitch, and then the coaches started yelling at each other. So these two teams definitely exchanging exchanging unpleasant words. But Bichette ends up hitting a two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth, which would end up being the game, you know, the game-deciding blast. So no one can really stop Bo Bichette right now. I mean, that's that's really the truth. This dude is on one. His power stroke is locked locked in right now. Go up to New York. The Cubs beat the Mets five-two. Cubs beat the Mets five-two. Javier Assad baffled the Mets with his cutter for his first career win. Pitching for the Cubs, he went six innings with one earned run. 
for the Chicago Cubs. That was enough to beat the Mets, who are still first place in the NL East. But obviously, you know, they want to beat the Cubs. But, you know, on any given day in baseball, you don't know what, you know, what the pitcher could do to you. He can, he can, he can sit you down. That's what Javier Assad did for the Cubs. Six innings, one earned run against the New York Mets. And out in the desert, the Dodgers beat the D-backs 6-0, a shutout victory. This is well pitched on both sides. Tyler Anderson and Ryan Nelson both went, you know, six plus innings, no earned runs. Tyler Anderson, seven innings, no earned runs. Ryan Nelson, six innings, no earned runs. But this fell apart with the D-backs bullpen. And the the Dodgers just was kind of fed off that. Once they got the starter out of the game, they just jumped all over the bullpen. Mookie Betts hit his 34th home run of the year. That's noteworthy because you know, that's up among the major league leaders. And last but not least on the West Coast, we'll go to San Francisco where the Giants beat the Braves 3-2. Alex Cobb was on the mound for SF. Seven shutout innings with seven strikeouts for him. Spencer Strider was on the mound for the Braves. You know, we've been singing his praises a lot lately. He went five innings, two earned runs, nine strikeouts. But the Giants were able to hang on for the win and win this game 3-2. to two. So the rest of the league will catch up on Tuesday as everyone else returns to play. But that's going to do it for Monday. Got some pretty interesting things going. Will Mike Trout continue his streak? I don't know. The fact that he's already got seven in a row, I think that's that's remarkable. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.